Hi, and welcome to the Home Girls Podcast. We are the women behind the homepage.life, Jenny, Kristen, Rebecca, and Megan. Our podcast is a companion to our mission of the homepage, to come together and learn lost skills for self-sufficiency and freedom in our homes, all of it for our families. We're so glad you're here. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. You are here with the home girls from the homepage.life. We want to talk with you about your to-do list. We want to talk with you about what is happening in your home, on your homestead, on your farmstead in February. So today's episode is February on the farmstead. So if you are anything like me, you need a check or need some guidance or need to hear what other people are up to lest April roll around and you say, oh crap, I forgot that I should have done that in February. (laughs) (laughs) So that is what today is for. The ladies, the homegirls are going to help you be thinking ahead so that when April comes and and maybe we're starting to plant, you're going to be ready. So ladies, Let's talk about what you are up to in February, um, things that maybe you are finishing up or things that you are preparing for or things that you are focused on in in your home with your families at this time. Who, who wants to start? Oh, I can start. Okay. <laughs> I don't have as much um, <laughs> because I, I need this call just as much as everyone. Um, but there are two things that have been on my mind recently. And one is we we like to do a no-till method for the garden. And so like ideally my plan as Ryan was hand digging and loosening dirt in May, it was like, oh shoot, this year we better make sure we put down a whole bunch of um, compost and layers of cardboard and layers uh-huh. of leaves. And we still haven't done that. So this month, I just told him the other day, like, unless you want to dig again, we better get out there and throw some chickens in there with some uh-huh. cardboard because like we're coming to the very end of the deadline on that. So mm-hmm. that was one thing that I would like to remind everyone about if you're not going to go in with a mechanical tiller. And then the second one is, he just mentioned to me this morning, are we going to hatch any eggs or are we getting, Mm -hmm. ordering chicks or running to tractor supply for chicks? You know, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. those, it's probably about time to be thinking about hatching if that's something that you're going to do. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that's that's a good idea. Yeah, that is a good point. So um, we have at this point ordered, we pre-ordered our onion sets because I like to grow a lot of onions. Mm -hmm. Um, We've ordered our seeds and they just come in or just came in yesterday. So we're about to start some seeds. I know that for sure. Yeah. Just some that he wants to get an an early start on That, that to be real transparent. This is Jason's this is Jason's territory. That's sort it's of his thing. love. He mm-hmm. really loves starting seeds and all of that good stuff. Um, he likes the science behind it and he likes the smell of the dirt and like all of that stuff. So um, that's his deal. 
We also have pre-ordered, um, we decided that we need some new blood um, for our chickens. So we actually ordered 30 Australorps to come next Whoa. month. So Ooh. we're going to really be like switching out for the most part, our flock. Wow. And um, we really want to only have Australorps. Um, our roosters can stay, but we didn't feel comfortable about hatching out uh, eggs a couple of generations in. <laughs> At this mm-hmm. point, it, it was starting to feel a little slimy, a little, a little uh, murky. Oh, no. <laughs> Question. <laughs> Oh, no. yep. Is that your mom? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> not not a friendly. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so we have we have that on the horizon, but we also we have a cistern here that we use to water our gardens. Um, so Jason actually just ordered um, water for us for, for that to be filled up. He could have done it. He could have taken like 10 trips or something, but we decided, eh, we're going to pay somebody to fill that thing. Oh, wow. (laughs) Is that expensive, Chris? It's not that expensive. And it really is, does the watering for the whole, for the whole summer. Um, so it's like, it'll end up being a little over a hundred bucks. I think maybe 150 bucks, something like that. Um, to fill Gosh, up well, that cistern. won't even touch the, um, the water bill that you would have had if you were trying to do it all summer long. For sure. And it, all, the cistern is also mm-hmm. like a backup water for us, mm-hmm. period, because we could always run that through a filter. You know what I mean? So right. um, anyway, so that is, those are the things that I'm, that I am thinking of, like right off the top of my head, that's February for us. That's awesome. Um, all right, Rebecca, what's on, on your family's docket for February? That's awesome. Well, similar to Kristen, we, um, we just got our seeds ordered and we went through the freezer and because we had ordered some stuff last year, I have seeds from the seeds, a thing. (laughs) I have seeds. Oh yeah. So going through, seeing what we have, and then going through, we did it last night, actually, and got seeds. Um, And then we found um, on this site, I love this guy, Epic Gardening. Have you seen him? He's got a YouTube, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. But um, he's got a brand of, uh, he's got a brand, like um, a shop. Anyway. And he has these reusable, like they'll last forever cell packs. So hmm. we invest oh. those this year so that we don't have to have that real flimsy plasticky kind. They're like thick forever like, and ever. Wait, yes. who is it? That makes it's it because Jason's going to want these. <laughs> <laughs> I already oh, know it. <laughs> got more. Um, but, uh, it's, it's Epic Gardener or Epic Gardening. You'll find it. He's on, he's on fate. He's everywhere, but it's this guy does these really great videos and he does, has really great tips. And, um, but he, I saw the video and was like, oh, wow, these look really cool. So they're really rigid, hard plastic 
cell packs and he's got them in uh, the six cell or so 12 fit in a flat or in like a standard size flat. He sells the standard flats as well. We got those two, but um, he's got four packs and he's got them three inches deep or four inches deep. And then he had one that was like smaller for like starting like plug size. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so just depending on what you're doing, um, because some things will be better, probably, you know, you want them to be a bit more established before you put them out. And I don't know what those things will be. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I were really playing it by ear too, like seat of our pants, but really excited to have that taken care of. And, um, we also ordered now is the time. If you want to start bees mm. and warm, we ordered, um, ordered a package of bees. Two of our hives are doing really, really well. Um, we lost one in the fall. So we knew going into winter that that one was already gone. We've already cleaned it out. So we've got mm. and wax from that. Um, but two of our, two of our Russian hives are doing really, really well. And we run Russian bees, which when you start researching bees, Russian bees need are they're just stronger. They're just tougher. They handle the winter better. They handle varroa mites better. So we went with Russian hybrids again this year. Um, so we ordered a package of those from Man Lake. You can get them locally, but generally locally, you're not going to know. Well, unless the person knows we have Russians, but um, a lot of times they're Italians and Italians typically are going to need more treatment because they're just not, they're not as suited for our climate, our winters. Um mm-hmm not as hardy. Yeah. Um, so we've had, we've had pretty good results with Russians. So we're excited about that. And, um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. That's, we've got plenty of chickens. (laughs) Please like, we don't need any chickens. Um, so, so yeah. So I had no idea that now would be the time that you would need to get the bees here and, and kind of get them settled. Well, now is when you pre-order. That's yeah. the thing is you pre-order now for them, for us, like delivery in April. Because if you don't, then they'll be sold out. And then you might have to get them way later in the season or they'll be sold out for the season. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, but a word to, we didn't know for sure we were going to need a package. But you can pre-order. A lot of times places will have better deals like in the fall, because, you know, it's helpful for them to be like, okay, we're going to need, you know, this many nukes or whatever. But, um, yeah. So Russian nukes that, yeah. just those. <laughs> I was wondering when you're going to end that. up, we're going to end up on a watch list. I like, have a, our I, podcast. I know. <clears throat> I have a really funny story about that. When we first got our bees, we got them from the guy at Monticello who is in charge of all their bees and he oh. only Russians and he sells Russian nukes and cheese oh, and rice. He literally <laughs> had the FBI come to his facility just to like sort of check in on him and be like, Oh my word. It's actually happening. And they, but yeah, it was so funny when, um, 
I was big pregnant when, when we ordered from him and he actually brought the bees to us, which was so, so, um, and, uh, he told us that story. I thought it was really funny. Oh Oh my gosh. Up on the founding father's property. Exactly. They trying to sell out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fabulous. (laughs) Well, that's so cool. So Ari, speaking of like things that we need to be kind of pre-ordering, I'm going to go homeschool mom on you for a second and tell you that now is the time for a couple of things. And one of them is ordering caterpillars. Um, I mm. like, I know that sounds really funny, but if you like to do, if you like to watch all of their stages and um, watch them become butterflies, now is the time to order them kind of like the bees you pre-order and then they get sent out in March and then you get to watch their life cycle. So, um, yeah, just to go total dork on you. And, um, so, but people will run out, like there's a limited number. So if you want to do that with your kids, that's a good thing to do. Um, what else do we need to be pre-ordering right now besides seeds and bees and chickens? Anything else we need to be thinking about that will sell out? Onions. Onions. Okay. Yep. And I order onions from Dixondale. I think that their onions are the best. Oh my gosh. They're so good. Yeah. And I got your leftovers last year when you guys had extra and um, I planted those and um, they were, they were, they were such a nice a, a nice set of them. They really are. are they're really great onions for sure. What, what's the brand again? It's Dixon Dale. Dixon Dale. I think yep. I looked. Okay. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. I really so, like those. I, I think that it's also, if you want to plant fruit trees this year, it's about time to start thinking about what you would want to be planting. Um, we're starting to think about that now because we're making our front yard into an orchard and we're trying to decide where, what we want to get and where we want to get them. So I do think it's time to start thinking about that. Is that another thing that will sell out, Chris? I think that it's something that, yeah, I mean, like, especially if you're going to get them locally, like at tractor supply or something like that. Yes, Mm -hmm. for sure. Like I saw at Lowe's, their fruit trees have come in. Um, So like, yes, if you're going to get them locally, they certainly will be selling out kind of in quick order, especially certain kinds. Like if you really want to get pink ladies or honey crisps, you know, those will be way gone or gone way before the galas and stuff like that. Okay. So when do you put them in the ground? If there's, so, if people are buying them now, we will put them in the ground when it gets a little bit warmer, when, when the ground is soft enough for us to, to be more pliable. So, and of course we're having such strange weather, I guess it mm-hmm. probably is pliable right now. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Is there such a thing as putting them in too early? I mean, the fruit trees. I guess that it's possible. It it would definitely be possible if we got a real, if it really, really got cold for a long period of time again. Normally we, we like to put them in the ground around April or so and find that okay. that's a good time. But it's, so they'll happily hang out in their buckets the until we get okay. around to it. Yep, exactly. 
The okay. only you'd have with that would be where they were grown. Sometimes um, plants in the bigger like box stores, they're grown in Florida and then they're shipped up here. Um, Ooh, so- and be the hardening off process mm. like like that variety is hardy here like you know what i mean but it it might be a little fragile right like mm-hmm. good point one of the best times to plant um any like woody perennial or trees or things like that is actually in the fall which mm. is funny harder to get them then <laughs> but yeah best times to plant because they're already um going to be focusing Dormant. more on yeah on and on root development <clears throat> than like having a bunch of sap up in them and you generally don't have to be on such a regimented watering schedule when you plant things in the fall just from That's- like my landscaping background so that's a good point but how where are you getting them from if you plant them in the fall because i i actually really like that Um, thought process but if go to sorry i don't mean to talk over you oh no i was just thinking like i've i've just never seen them like at least locally around here right in the fall that's the issue is finding them um but if you go to like certain landscaping like nurseries um Mm -hmm. are more apt to well this is how it was in north carolina when i worked at the place like you if you you could order them and have them shipped in um like at that time like if you were going to order enough where the nursery could you know uh justify that order then it would work so that might be something that we look at doing um as a group maybe like a group oh yeah order that would be really good yeah we need to remember that yeah because a lot of times if you get plants that are you know like with so many other things um that are grown here they've been always grown here they're just more acclimated to this environment sometimes uh things from you know Lowe's or wherever they're grown in florida and then shipped up here and then they just don't do as well Mm -hmm. for a reason even if they're hardy here that that and then you feel like i'm a failure (laughs) because (laughs) thing that it really wasn't you it was it was you know and it wasn't necessarily the plant. It was just that it got, you know, it just wasn't ready for the cold or the hot or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, well, that is so cool. We'll have to like start a thread on that in the homepage so that we can um, kind of remember to do that and 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 see who's interested so that when the time comes, we're all kind of organized. <laughs> yeah. Find a good deal on a pink lady. By all means, get it now. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like if you yeah, find that's it, right. Yeah, not, but um, just just as a just as a thought. Yeah, that's awesome. 
So I think that also in February, um, one of the things that I'm still in the middle of, I know that January people typically do like their pantry challenge where they're trying to pull um, and use things that need to get used um, so that you have room for next year's um, jars that you're going to can um, and things in the freezer because we have new things coming. Um, I know Three Rivers Homestead, um, Kristen, I know you participated in that January challenge. Um, I'm still kind of doing it. Like I'm carrying it mm-hmm. over into February, still trying to be better about using what's on my shelf and, and be able to have the room for the new things that are going to be coming. Um, yeah. And Me too. I, in years past, I've been really bad at this like really bad at because I kind of used to think of canning almost as like an emergency backup instead of um you know really good food seasonal myself that I'm gonna use throughout the year. So I have to be really mind yes. I have to be really mindful and like make myself walk down and pull out the things and you know shift stuff to the front that needs to get used first and plan meals accordingly. So um you know, when I preach this all the time, but winter is, is our time for soups. It's our time to nourish with bone Mm -hmm. broth. It's our time to have those, you know, warm, tasty foods. And so I, um, I, I make soups all of the time. You guys know that, but (laughs) like this week, especially I pulled out, I used like six or seven jars of veggies off of my shelf and bone Mm -hmm. broth to make this giant pot of soup that we've been eating on. Um, and so um, that, that I'm still on that focus of trying to um, pull things to the front and things out of my freezer that need to get used. And um, mm-hmm. just that pantry, that pantry rotation to make sure that I am being a good steward of what I have. Cause God mm-hmm. forbid I text my girlfriends, my home, literally the home girls text them and say, Hey, do you see the state on this? Would you still use it? Yeah. <laughs> I, we have been doing, we're still doing the same thing too. Like we, we finished up the last of our 23 potatoes Aww, yesterday. Wow. And, wow. um, I, you know what, Megan, I'm not as good as at doing as many soups as you, as you are. I think like, I, and I don't know why I just, I'm just not, but we have been really going through and using our canned things in a different way. Like we've suddenly realized two years ago, I canned tons of apples, but not Mm -hmm. as like, not as like pie filling or anything like that. Just like apples Apples. that had some cinnamon and yeah. And so we've been making fried apples with those and Mm -hmm. that's like our newest favorite favoritest thing with mm-hmm. um you know with breakfast for dinner or you know something something of that nature but I do think I've gotten more creative and have realized I've dropped the ball on some of the things that I should have been using more of the whole the whole time like I still have so many chickens from last summer and that's kind of blowing blowing my mind wow. yeah <laughs> like, like girl you are you're, you're slip sliding. You gotta, let's, let's do some different things here. So I think that's been really good for me. I'm glad I I've done that. So yeah, I'm glad awesome. you brought that up. But cool yeah, it's t- 
dropped ball is that you can pick it right back up. Oh, I love that. That's good. So So encouraging always. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's really um, good. I feel like um, each year I'll say, okay, I am totally going to use all of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and sometimes it's it's interesting to see like as the as the years go on like okay I really overestimated how many <laughs> of these cans of beans I needed and yeah. then I really underestimated how the kids were going to go absolutely insane for these cherries that I canned as pie filling like it's just funny mm-hmm. how you, you have to constantly learn and again I will text the girls and say, do not let me buy peaches this year. Yeah. I don't care what I say. <laughs> do not let me buy peaches this year. We don't eat nearly as much peach cobbler as I thought we did. Right. Exactly. <laughs> My kids hate these. Do not ever. In fact, do you want some of mine? <laughs> oh my gosh. Isn't that but, funny? But that's a good thing to learn. I think too, like, we don't like canned peaches in my in my house, but they mm-hmm. do love dehydrated peaches and we'll yes. eat them all day long. And so it's yes, good to exactly. figure out what works best for your family. And that might not be the same across the board for every family. So, yes. but that's an experimentation thing. But then we yeah. get to the pantry challenge and we're like, let's knuckle down and use these. Oh, Lord. Peaches. Yeah, Come on that's now. right. I will, I will <laughs> tell peach you. cobbler time. Yeah, it's peach collar time. It, my kids do not enjoy peaches except for peach butter. And oh. I have a fabulous recipe I can share in the homepage later of oh, my, my canned peach butter. So like apple butter except with peaches. And the secret ingredient, you guys, cardamom. And it oh. is, it feels so decadent because of that, that spice for some reason. Um, so I will, I will share that in case your family's like mine and they're like, get those away from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. What's the average like shelf life for, like, is there like a list somewhere of like, oh, average- the age-old arguments yes Mm -hmm. um that's a really great question um and i think that you are gonna have if you were to pose that question on the interwebs you're gonna get some flaming angry pearl collectors Mm -hmm. who are going to give you an fda approved list we um, not that Right. Yes, that's my point. I think that you're going to, it runs the gamut of opinions and then ask your grandma how long she kept stuff in use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because so I many think- people like to can, like will go hard on green beans one year so that mm-hmm. they can take off the next year. So that's like, true, and then, but then you'll hear somebody else say, oh, I like to use it all within a year. I, I think that it, it really does run the gambit and your own experience means a lot more than some random letter people have off that. But yeah, um, there you go. Alphabet soup. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. But I, I, I actually think that's a really great idea. Like I'd like to go hard on tomato soup this summer and then maybe not do that for a while. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. something, you know, a couple of different, especially when it comes to tomatoes, like that can be overwhelming because mm-hmm. there's so many things you could do from tomatoes. Oh, so yeah. go hard on one or two things. 
and then you won't have to do it hopefully the next summer. So right. well, that's also helps rotate your garden space. I didn't even think about that. Like to be mm-hmm. able to crops, yeah. Mm-hmm. These things this year, next year, we're not going to do those at all. We're going to use something else. It's going to use different nutrients in the soil. And so that's it's going to make your garden, you know, not deplete your soil. Um, that's exactly. an point. I, it I really is what that would be. <laughs> How you yep. do that. But, but. Well, and so then you can just take stock of, of your inventory and mm-hmm. plan and plan a garden accordingly. And I think that's a, a really smart thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I hadn't even really thought of it that way, Chris, that you could say, all right, this is, it's, it's green bean year. And yeah. then, you know, you have enough for the next two and then you rotate to, that's a, that's a really interesting, um, that's a really interesting thought process. Cause if you think about when you get a huge um, crop of something that's super successful, mm-hmm. maybe you don't want to use it all within the year. Maybe you do want to just mm-hmm. be able to stretch it because who knows if next year the crop's going to be as good. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those bumper crop years are, mm-hmm. yeah, for a per- with a, you can approach them with a purpose. So yeah. For sure. Well, that is so cool. Thank you, ladies, so much for teaching me the things that I need to um, get a move on this month here in February to be ready for the spring. I am really grateful for your wisdom because um, I, in my little suburban garden, um, sometimes forget some of these really big picture items. So thank you. Thank you. So Guys, thank you for listening to our episode. We're going to do this every month now, um, kind of the month at a glance so that you can be thinking ahead so that you can um, be not not feeling like you have to do the things that everybody else is doing or that some people are doing, but just choosing what is for you and being um, mindful of the calendar and trying to, to plan ahead so that your spring and summer and fall are going to be kind of the way that you want to craft them. So we will be back in March with the March edition, and um, we'll talk through some more of those things then. And next Monday, we will return to your regularly scheduled podcast. And we thank you so, so much for joining us. Once again, if you have not checked us out on the homepage.life, please come. We have these sorts of discussions all of the time, lots of recipes, and the links that we talk about in the podcast will definitely become larger posts there so that we can all jump in and discuss and give um, insight and input. So come, either come and learn or, and actually, and come and teach too. come and let us um, learn the wisdom that you have gleaned over your years on this earth, and then learn from others of the same. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you back here next Monday for our next podcast. Have a good one. Thank you so much for tuning in to the home girls podcast. Be sure to join our community at thehomepage.life. We'll be back next Monday with our next episode. Sending love from our homes to yours. Mm-hmm.